Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Week yes, is week, week five. five, I think. Yeah, week five. Week I got some trade shit going on. I a guy texting me to make some trades, man. So I'm going to let Bruce take it. You got you ready for it, Bruce, while I look at this trade shit? No, you got trade off for the Yeah, I got to huh? do some looking and talking here. You go ahead. You can well, start off by chastising the vintage for not putting in a insider two weeks in a row. I see, I see that. I see that. No, they did. They put in one last week, unless you wrote it. Vintage? Somebody, yeah. See week four, oh. vintage insider. Right? Yeah. Okay. So last, so week four, it was Nebula that didn't do it. All right, my bad. Right. All right, we're alternating. Then. All right, right, go ahead. Week five. I'm coming off a tough defeat last week against a rivalry. You still rolling with them two hundred point bombs, ain't you? Still rolling, putting up two hundred four and zero. Oh. Well, I'm 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 riding on the shoulders of that defense, and that shit can't last forever. So I'm I'm in for I'm. We have bought a parachute. We're ready for the fall. Rumor but, has it. Rumor has it. You're so high on the hog after those first four weeks. You was spotted eating that red lobster yesterday. I was. I went there. Yeah. <laughs> Victory, went, victory meal, huh? Yes, assistant coaches didn't get to go. I left them back to do some film study. But <laughs> I know my moments are coming, and unfortunately, it's probably going to be towards the end of the year. But really, I just I, what I'd like to happen is to win three more ball games. Cause seven usually will get you in, and then I hope, then I hope if I'm going to go to shit, I go to shit. For like weeks 8, 9, 10, 11, and then by week 12, I start picking it up again, and I can make a run through it. Because you and I both know if I, if it just kept going and going, eventually you're going to fall out. That's going to happen. Sykes uh, says you're 14.8 uh, point favorites today, huh? Yeah, they got us favored, and my, my, staff, my staff is showing me uh, – the weekly power rank at 100% in the conference. And the guy I'm playing is second again this week. Last week, it was the guy I was playing was ranked above me at 100, and I was right below him. But let's look at that real quick. Let me bring up that little website thing. Free website team analyzer. Y'all can find it. It's right there on your on our official site. If you get into your team page, you look down, there's some stuff down there about rate your roster and this and that. Not usually not very accurate, but this year it's pretty, been pretty good. Uh, let me look at this real quick. Power rankings. Roads runners. This is the vintage. Creams. I'm sorry. Creams is second. Last week he was first, and I beat him. I got lucky last week. 
I had a lot of good stuff going. So it's Rhodes, Creams, Frost, Bruisers, and Igama, who I play. That's your top five. And let's look at that Nebula. Fields Fanatics, once again. Now, last week was the first week. Or was it? Did I? When did I tell you that you would finally drop below? This week. Okay, well, you moved back week. up. You've moved back up. You and Manning Face are both tied at 100%. And then Cav, 95, Pardue, 93, and the Rams at 87. Those are your power leaders for this week only. That's not saying your team overall, but your mm -hmm. lineup with your bye weeks and who you're playing, all that stuff. Yeah. Winner. So bring it up. Who, what's the matchups? I'll tell you who this thing says is going to win. RJ. Against Valerian. Well, that's a non-conference, so that would be kind of weird. I'd have to go look at the other way. We'll do that one later. What's the next one? Uh, I got Zima. Zima and the Rams. Zima's the worst, lowest ranked this week. He's already the 59th place, so the Rams are definitely going to be favored in that game. The Rams are fifth, as we said. Um, who they in Texas? That's the other conference. I'll switch it. Hold up. Who day is the worst rated team this week in that conference? There are 50 at nine. Texans are the fourth best, 74. They're Texans 13 point favorites. Yeah, they're heavily Valerian favored by this night. Valerian and Creams. Creams is the second rated. Second rated in that kind of vintage. And Valerian Steel. Oh, they're in the vintage too, aren't they? Valerian sixth. So Creams is it's an eighty six to seventy one. Sixty one, I mean. Frost. Frost is number three with an eighty five. D is the eighth. He's a fifty three. Heavily favored Frost. They have him as only four-point favorites. He's heavily right. favored here. Orange and RJ, almost a pick them there. Uh, Orange, the 61. I'll have to switch it. Hold up. RJ's a 74. So it's probably like 60 to 40, RJ, in favor. Wally and Psycho. Wally's is the eighth rated at 61, and the Psycho team is seventh. That's going to be a pick. That's a pick them right there. Toss up. Eight against seven. Manning face and Pardue. Manning face, 100 power rank, number two, and Pardue's number four at 93. Going to be a pick them. And Cal and Houston. Pardue's had a battle every freaking week. Has you seen who he's? Is? <laughs> he he plays people every week, putting up two fifteen, man. Cav is number three at ninety five, and Houston's number five at eighty seven. That's another pick'em. There you have it. That's it. Now you, we was bragging on my team. You was rolling, and you ran into a little buzzsaw. What happened last week? Well, I, I didn't see that coming. Nine, nine points, I didn't either. Nine points out of a quarterback. Ain't going to get it done. And of course, that affected my wide receiver play. 
Michael Thomas, and that that bum Kenyon Drake, three yep. points again. Yeah, how much he got, got on the year? Time. He got he got him some time this week. Grab some bench, pal. Go <laughs> sit down there on the end where I don't have to look at you. How many has he, has he had a good game yet? Who? Kenny yeah, Drake. like one. One. Let me bring it up for one that. You guys are wearing you guys wearing your yellow helmet? You got your yellow shirt and pants on or what's your uniform? What's your pants and shirt? Yeah. 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 Oh, all, all all yellow. yellow. Gold, gold rush. Yeah, yeah. Zima's all white instead of black. And he don't have no black in it. Let me look at your roster. I like the yellow better than the blue, I think. Uh, Kenyon Drake. He had 11 and 19. It's went downhill since week two. Hell. He's only had eight He's only had eight eight rushing attempts in the last two games. He had fourteen in week one, eleven in week two. What where what's going on? Yeah, he'll probably get against the Bengals, man. Yeah, he'll probably get a fifteen carries for ninety yards and probably catch five balls. Yeah, I guess he's gonna do all that on the bench for me, pal. Yeah. I I would have to be putting him in the shot. Dion, huh? Dropping out Dion this week. A uh, poor man, uh, poor man's James White, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> That's what I thought of when I got him. And hell, he 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 he's so hit or miss. I can't I can't force myself to put him in the in the lineup. When I turn in the lineup card, his name ain't ever been on there yet, and it probably won't unless I got troubles. I don't know. Same thing with Chris Thompson, though. He's either going to catch a shitload of balls or he's going to get a zero. Dreamer running both in Washington running backs today against me. Let's go look at what he's got going, man. I like looking at his lineup every week. I don't know why, but. He's running both against me this week. Uh, yeah. Zima. Yeah, was you? I heard that you had to delete that trash talk video you recorded after before last week's game, giving Cab hell. Yeah, yeah, we it. had one. We, we had one in production. We produced, and we had to go back and edit and just postpone release day with that. <laughs> yeah. Zima Fields. Zima's got Aaron Rodgers. I don't know who he's going to throw to. He'll find somebody. It's Aaron Rodgers. But damn, Jimmy Graham might have a big week because I think all their wide receivers are hurt, aren't they? Bonomo hurt. Devontae Parker's hurt, but he's going to play for Devontae Adams, I mean. Dude, this guy's still, they still haven't given up on Jordy Nelson. I know he's had two, I know he's had two okay games. Trust me, guys. He is not going to help your team. <laughs> He's had two okay games. Go ahead and enjoy them while they happen. Better off putting him on the waiver wire. Sonny Michelle, I like him. Oh, that's me. Hold up. Let's go down here. 
All right, so while I'm look, look scrolling down here, so me and uh, a certain owner, I won't, well, I will say it, man. You know, Cavs brother, good guy. We chat quite a bit. I, you know, he's a good guy. I like him a lot. But he's about he's, he's if Cavs like a hundred on the irritating scale, uh, his brother's about a sixty. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he's all right, but he still has that little edge. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. uh, we chat and then. We was trying to pull off some trades, you know. We really wasn't going to go nowhere serious, but I kept throwing him Sony Michelle, and he's wanting him, but he don't want to do it, you know, and this and that. So then Thursday's game kicked off, and he's sending me these texts. Michelle looks like shit. I'm losing confidence in him more and more every every freaking day. And he sends another text. I hate that. That guy ain't worth a fuck. That guy sucks. And I didn't ever say shit. And then he broke off a couple, and he scored, and did shit. I mean, I'm not bragging. The guy does have limitations. It's a patriot. I never told him he was Melvin freaking Gordon. You know what I'm saying? I understand he's going to have times where he's – but then in the morning, uh, Friday morning, I woke up and I told him, I'll take that 20.80 after he was talking how he wasn't where the fuck. <laughs> he wrote back and said, yeah, he had one big run at the end of the game. I wrote him back. So that's why they play 60. <laughs> <laughs> Play the whole sixty minutes, pal. So anyway, you got uh Will he's got William Fuller. Isn't he hurt? Hammy? Yeah, he's banged up too. He's gonna play. Yeah, he's Is he? Up. Yeah, he played. Julian Edelman, he played, didn't he, already and got like what? Fourteen points or something. hurt that he's game time decision he's still starting adrian fucking peterson love that guy god man he loves washed up people man i don't understand it jordy nelson adrian peterson he always gets washed up people he loves them surprised he doesn't have tight end from san diego starting What's his name? Huh? <laughs> the old timer man. Yeah, man. You got Drew Brees, Sasquatch Barkley. He was about like Sasquatch, wasn't he? Last week, didn't show. You couldn't find him, man. What does he do? Oh, he had a good game. I thought he had like an eight. Stand up, somebody else. Like kind of like Sas. I was thinking kind of like Sasquatch. Can't find him out there. You heard about him, but you can't find him. <laughs> <laughs> Tony O'Brown was kind of like Sasquatch. Yeah, he was kind of like Sasquatch, man. Yeah. You heard about how how great that shit was, but you still ain't seen it. I, I think, in my own opinion, I think he should get better when Le'Veon Bell comes back, man. It should Bring him up a little bit, I would think. I don't uh, know. I don't think it's got nothing to do with it. I think it's the offensive coordinator is gone, pal, and they got a new offensive coordinator. Yeah, you say, yeah, the quarterback is going to, you know, it's probably the same offense and this and that. It's not the same, man. Todd Haley is the shit. And it's going to take the Browns a while, but once they get going, I'm telling you, they got that uh, – What's their Johnson? They're running back Johnson. Duke Johnson. Duke. He he's as all of as good in my opinion as Le'Veon Bell. 
once they start giving him the damn ball. And they will. It's just going to take a while. Maybe week eight, you'll see that son of a bitch will be dominating that Duke Johnson. But back on the subject, he might help a little bit. But I don't see it making a big difference, man. I, I just think Ben's making a lot of bad throws. Your guy's still getting targets, ain't he? Yeah, he's getting targeted. I don't think Ben's playing well. I don't know. It has something to do with past the the play calling and the in the pregame film room or what. But it's missing, and I, the only thing that's missing is what? Too well, you right. You got you got Todd Haley. That's my view, and you got your guy. Your view. So you're about ready to find out, I guess. I'm a big Todd Haley fan. He took the Cardinals to the fucking Super Bowl, pal. Him and Kurt Warner, single-handedly. And yeah, they had Larry. They had Anquan Bolden. Blah, blah, blah. But if it wasn't for Kurt Warner and Todd Haley, they wouldn't have ever did shit. Steelers, if you look back the last few years with Haley as coordinator, they, they was... Look, Le'Veon Bell, like, didn't play in the playoffs like two of the last three years. And then I think the third year he did play, he got hurt in the game and left early. Do you, am I correct on that? If I, my memory serves me right, he didn't even play in their playoff game and they, that's when they lost. What's that other guy they had back up running back, man? Freaking. Uh, William. Well, yeah, he played last year. He played in, instead of Bell. Or the year before, but the year before that, they had another guy, man. He was there a couple years and filled in for him. Anyway, yeah, you might be right, but... I mean, Thielen, A.J. Green... And don't, let's not get it wrong. Your guy's still getting 17 a week, right? Who? Antonio Brown, he's still getting 17 points every week. Correct? I don't think so. I haven't looked at it, but I don't, let don't me feel look. like it. Let me bring it up. 24, 16, 17, 17.20. He had nine catches, nine catches, six and five. He's just had two little sluggish games. He'll, be, he'll light up the Falcons' ass. You're liable to get a 75 <laughs> this week. Yeah, he should. He should light up the Falcons. And the Bengals that the week after that. that. Yep, and then the Bengals the week after that. The Browns then. The Ravens will be a little tougher. The Panthers a little tougher. Jaguars, Broncos, you're moving into your playoff weeks. Week 13, you should start rolling again. Chargers, Raiders, Patriots. you got some tough matchups with him. You might want to try moving him. you got depth. Move that guy. You looked at your schedule in the playoff weeks? I don't like his matchups, but I, it don't really matter if he's on his game. The best thing that can happen when you're playing a tough team like the Patriots, uh, Jaguars, is that they get so far, the game is a blowout, and the Steelers can throw to Antonio those eight-yard passes the whole game. You know what I'm saying? Scrap shit. Yeah. 
That's the only way he scores points against the Patriots. When I have him on my team, they usually shut him down, man. But then towards the end of the game, he'll make it up. What's your what's the line on your game? I'm about 30 point favorites, they say. 40, yeah. Say. Almost 40 point favorite, man. Look, that's what Vegas is telling me. Let me look. Oh, my goodness. Check we know marks. they know how to keep the lights on out there. These are all your check marks. Quarterback, running back, running back, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver, wide receiver. I mean, tight end, flex. He's got the kicker. No, the kicker's a tossed up. He's got Demarcus Lawrence. You got Landon Collins. He's got Clinton, uh, Melvin Ingram checked, and you got Bostic. Defensively, it's a wash, but he don't have a single offensive position he, he's picked favored in. Mm. That's a blowout. If we make it happen, Dave. We'll see what we can do with it today. Yeah, that's all you can do, man. They're saying Adrian Peterson should be on his fucking bench. And Jay Ajaye should be starting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, let's see. Let's look at another one. Let's look at uh, Cav. He beat you ass last week, didn't he? Now, you would have had him beat if you'd made some different moves. That's anybody can say that. Yeah. He'd play a different quarterback. Yeah. But, of course, he could come back at you and say, well, I would have had this many more points if I would have played this guy. <clears throat> that shit can go on all day, that argument. Look at our power ranks. Those were the... Weekly power ranks. Let's go look at that real quick. I think you might have dropped down after that loss a little bit. Power charts and reports. No, you're still at the top. You'd be 50 and 18 if you'd played everybody. You have one coulda won, which was last week. And you have one woulda lost. You woulda lost if your opponent would have started a better lineup, but you'd ended up winning. Your power is... uh. 45.52 and RJ's right on that ass at 45.29 the uh, Nebula who are you playing this week? Zima? Yes, he's next to last in power rank he would be 23 and 45 against everybody with a 31.34 and he's one, one could have won only that's pretty bad when well he's only got two yeah, that's all right. One would have lost. He's only better than the Texas Stars. Then in advantage, Rhodes, 54 and 14 against everybody. He's a 49.7A. Nagama, who he's playing this week. It's a big matchup this week. It's a conference game, not a division game, but conference game between the top two in that conference. Nagama's a... 47 and 21 with a 41.71. He would have two more wins. He would be a two and two and one. Could have won two and would have lost one. So, funny thing is about Rhodes, he has a zero. Could have won. So basically, he started the right people almost every time. 
And he has three would have lost. If the other team would have started their best players, they would have lost. I could have lost up to three games already this year if the other team had played a different lineup. I could very well be one and three. Yes, sir. That's how that's how that's how this shit works, man. So well, you, that tells you, don't it? Yep. You just better enjoy them while you get them, and there's a lot of luck in it. We already all discussed that a lot of times. I mean, I am putting up good numbers, but I'm not being, I'm not full. I've been doing this way too long to not know what happens. Uh, nobody else has. Well, there's a three. Creams could have won three games. He could be three and one. I don't know what his record is. Two and two, maybe. And Orange Crush could be three and one. Other than that, there's no more threes on the board in either category. Power ranks. All right, I'm going to talk about that trade real quick. It was disapproved. I talked to Wally's. He was cool about it. The reason we rejected is we want this. Really, there should be only two reasons, and you correct me if you see this otherwise. I think we've discussed it before in the past, though. There's really only like two reasons why anybody should ever revote, vote to reject the trade. You, you think seriously consider and think there's collusion. You have reason to believe there could be collusion. You'd hit a reject. Basically, if somebody's trading Antonio Brown for Sasquatch, and that's a team that has Sasquatch is one and seven, and maybe they're ride to work together every fucking day. You might would want to consider there's some fucking collusion possibility. You agree? Yeah. Shit like that. The only other reason would be is that somebody's trading Antonio Brown for Sasquatch, and it's just so ridiculously off balance. Yeah, you don't probably think they're colluding, but one of them isn't thinking straight, and it's so far off you can't even do it. You agree those are the only reasons? Yeah. The reason should not involve nothing how it affects your team when you're voting. It shouldn't affect how much better it makes him than everybody else in the league. It has nothing to do with it. Irrelevant. You should not even consider it. You shouldn't say, well, that's going to make it harder for me to win my conference, my division now. It doesn't matter. Right. You make a trade. You make a freaking trade then. The only questions you should be asking is both teams trying to make themselves better. Or what we just said there, and that falls into both of those categories we just talked about. Agreed or not? Yes, sir. Okay. So it's hard for a lot of people to grasp that. Now, with all that said, since we do have the public voting thing going, you can use it as political type tool. So maybe me and Bruce on the side could say, look, I think that trade's bullshit. Now, I'm not saying it's what you should do. I'm saying it could happen. I say, I think this trade's bullshit, but I'll tell you what, I'll vote for you. But you owe me that shit. When I go to do a trade, I expect to get an approved. Do you know what I'm saying, Bruce? Yeah. That people could work that shit out. And I'm not condoling that. I'm not promoting that. I'm saying I can see it being a possibility. But with all that said, uh, let's look at the poll on this current vote. It was 12 approved reject. So let's eliminate the two people that was involved in the trade. They both approved. Voted approved. So that puts it at 10 to 6. Of those 10, I contacted 7 of them. 
Tesco. Why? What? Why would you? What is? What is your reasoning for this trade? I don't remember the exact words, but. And five of them wrote back, said honestly, in different terms. Honestly, they didn't even look at, or they just skimmed the players, or they didn't even look at the players. They don't even know who's involved. They just hit approved, so they could set their freaking lineup. So ten minus five leaves five. One of the. And you know, in a lot of cases, that thought process. That's probably just fine, right? You know what I mean? For in most trades, it, it's probably not slanted too far one way or the other. Or there's no collusion. That's probably okay if that's the way they want to roll. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's their vote. Do with it as you want, but. So that was five. So then of the two remaining of the seven, one of them said he didn't care. He root pro because he never he doesn't care who trades who. If somebody makes a bad trade, it's their problem, which is ridiculous because there's a lot of other shit goes on that you should be considering. It's gonna hurt you too, pal. You don't you don't see that deep, but you should. I mean, you know what I'm saying, Bruce? You agree? Somebody yeah. shouldn't ever look at it yeah. like that. That's just so ridiculous, man. Basically, that's cutthroat. Let's just like going into Yahoo and you don't even know nobody out there. And they just start dumping people into somebody else's roster. You don't know. Maybe that one guy's got six teams. We know that don't happen here. But So basically, that's just a ridiculous reason. But you want to be that, go ahead. And then the seventh one of those seven was telling me some convincing, you know, why I would see that. And, and you know, he had some good points. But the, I'm not going to say which of the two. Before I even asked these seven, I asked the involved owners to provide me some insight on what they had what they saw in it and neither one of them was able to provide anything actually they gave me very limited like I can't be no worse or stuff like this so they didn't try to, to make it better so then we talked to the four, uh, two conference presidents the vice commissioner and me the four of us got together looking at who voted what now the only flaw in my system of the six approves I only talked, I did not talk to one, two, three of those. Half of those, I don't even know what, they could have just did the same thing as those five up there. They might have just hit a hit, hit reject. I don't know. So that really could be three votes down there at reject. I will give that benefit of the doubt there. But with the conference president's league leadership, and you can go into it and finish it off, Bruce, I think we made the right decision. I told them it was rejected. I told them to add a little bit more. We'll get it expedited so it can be done before Sunday morning, and we'll move on with it. And they was fine with that, and they, they haven't sent nothing back yet. But So you go ahead and tell me what your opinion is here. Well, I, obviously I voted to reject it. I, I, it looks heavily slanted. There, one could argue that there could be something shady going on there um, based on the relationship, based on the record, based on – a lot of different factors. Um, I think it was fair in how it was communicated to them and, and how you handled it, actually, by, by, you know, talking with the rest of the, the, the leadership. And, yeah, I mean, it's, in my opinion, it should have been rejected. 
And like I said a couple weeks ago, almost every one of these, I'll go with the votes. But this one's so off, I had to find out why people really taking the voting seriously, what's going on. So that's what we came to. So in the future, it's going to be the same thing as it has in the past, and we kind of like the same process. Unless it's like, I mean, even the, the first trade, it was like 15 to 1. Who would vote 1? But, I mean, that tell. I mean, I don't know. I didn't ask none of them people why they would say yes, approve out of 15. Hell, 12 of them might have said just to set a line up. I don't know. But we'll move on with the same process. We'll just get a general view here. Take it for what it's worth. The two teams that that are in the trade, of course, their vote don't count. So we'll just take what the numbers are worth. We'll talk to league leadership. Use that as a, as something else additional to what we've always used in the past, and we'll go from there. I think it ended up okay, and that we'll just keep it going. And I, I, it sucks because, you know what? It, Anthony Miller might end up top six in the fucking wide receiver points on the year. It usually happens that way when we get involved in this shit. One of those two, both of them might end up. But at the time, it's not like that. So that's all that we can do. We can't say – the guy that's making the trade might know something we don't, but he didn't tell me that. He didn't enlighten me on that. So I can't use that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He didn't provide none of that. He didn't say that. So maybe he knows something, but he didn't mention it. So it sucks. It could end up sucking and looking like a bad, but anyway, we're moving on. And it's and you know what? The, the league basically has been – for the whole year, 19 years, I don't think there's ever been a trade where people get screwed because of stupid shit going on. It is suck. It is a hard system. It is hard to make trades, but I, I think everybody really would want it that way, right? Yeah. And I'm not saying that you have to have equal player for player, but I, all I'm saying is what I look for are both teams trying to make themselves better. And knowing a lot of stuff about know about the league layout, who's who is whose brother, who's whose sister. On and on, all that stuff, you can determine what's going on pretty much usually. Now, one more thing. I noticed, and I don't know if anybody else noticed, but on Thursday night, I had a defensive player that was hurt. He was listening to his game-time decision. So I put him on the IR, Pardue and I both. Pardue actually asked me about this this morning. I put him on the IR. As soon as Thursday night's game's over... They take his injury status as off, removed. So now we can't set a lineup because it says we have an IR violation when we really don't. Have you noticed that? Did you? Is anybody else that did ever listen to this? And if they ever do, I don't know I anybody else that has a problem. I would have to deal with it, I don't think. But. Yeah, I don't. I, but I wrote the site, and I know what they're going to come back and say. Well, you got it listed where they can't set a lineup. But you know what? The guy's injury status shouldn't start until the next week. It should not go away until everybody else's for the whole week does. But I can't control it. So what you do is, and I posted it on the commissioner's news and notes area on the front page. If you got that problem, you send me a text. You tell me your lineup you want, and I'll set it for you as commissioner. If anybody ever wondered, you can go look at your lineups, and it tells who submitted them, when they were submitted. It'll say commissioner. It'll say you, the owner's name. If it was a lineup violation, like maybe just I went in and set my lineup, and if I put somebody that had already played, like I was cheating, 
it will be in red. That player's name will be in red, and it'll say commissioner, and it shows the date and the time. We've been through that last year. It, you, you can look at all that. So in this case, you can send me who you want your lineup. Now, I might not get that lineup changed until after the games have started, so that might show up in red. But I'll re you guys can rest assured, if they didn't send it to me before the game started, it, it ain't going in there. But I might just might not have got to doing the lineup yet. You know what I'm saying, Bruce? Yeah. So, and that, normally it would be only, a, let's say, a couple minutes. If they said five minutes before noon, I might be two minutes late or a minute late. But it could end up being a half hour. I might be sick in the gut, shitting up or something. Who knows? So don't be alarmed when his players are red or he was changed lineups. I'll send everybody the text or whatever. But you don't have to worry about it. If it's me that's going to do it, like this week, I might have to do it. Because I got the guy on IR, down on IR who's not listed as injured no more because he played Thursday. I'm going to tell Bruce, this is who I'm wanting to start. And he's going to look at the text. He's going to look at the time, and he'll say, okay, and I'll do it. Okay, so if you need to change those. And these only, this only affects Thursday night players if their injury status is removed once the game's over. Did that make sense? Yeah. Okay. So text me, email me, preferably email me, but you can text me, and I'll set your line up when I can, probably right away. But in case it wasn't, you can be assured that it was before the game started. Now, if somebody says, this is my lineup, and then the game started, don't be telling me switch no more. Of course, it could be a pain in the ass because you got afternoon games. I might be setting their lineup on and off. So i got to come up with something. So I actually wrote the website administrator, so I put in a support ticket, and we'll see what they say, but it's probably not going to be no help. We might have to – I don't know, man. What's your opinion on – that rule that we have that if they're on the IR and they're not listed as injured, should you be able to set a lineup? What's your opinion? Like it the way well, it is yeah, now yeah, or eliminate it? Well, I like it that way. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I like it that way. I don't know another way around it. Create a third taxi a taxi spot. They could move the guy to it, but I think you got to I think you got to put him on the active, and then move him over so somebody might steal him from you while you cut him or whatever. You're cutting somebody, so that still isn't a lot of help. You know what I'm trying to say there? If you got a full roster yeah. and you're trying to yeah. move them. I don't know, man. I, I don't have no. And maybe we should just ask stuff. For that. Yeah, no, no, no. I haven't thought of any. If you do, let me know. I, I've looked through all the things. There's a lot of shit you can do in this website as commissioner, man. And I don't. You can change players' positions. You can change their names. I can do a lot of shit, but I can't change their IR status. Set by the NFL. Mm-hmm. Since his team's done playing, his next week status isn't going to show until, like, Wednesday, Thursdays they have to have him in, or Wednesdays or something. So since his team's not playing, they don't have a status. It's bullshit. So anyway, 
we might if you think of something let me know it really in two weeks it's irrelevant well in three counting this week because week seven if you look on the calendar uh actually the 30th that's still quite a ways away we're going to expand rosters and your ir spots are going to be on the 30th at 8 a.m so on the 31st at 8 a.m anybody that's on ir or taxi you can't use them no more basically i'm gonna go in as commissioner and i'm gonna put it it's called abilities. What you're allowed to put, you're allowed to post on the message board. You're allowed to set a lineup. There's all these abilities. Well, I'm gonna uncheck the ability to add or remove from IR or use the taxi squad. So whoever is on those on your roster on the 31st at 8 a.m. they will be lost players to you and the league. Nobody, you can't drop them. You can't use them. It's on the 31st. Rosters expand on the 30th to 27. So you should be have enough time to get them, move them on your roster. If you don't, they're lost. And the reason we do that is because we can't charge transaction fees anymore. After we, I want to, I want to be able to collect fees, have enough time to collect the fees, so we stop charging for IR moves and all that shit at, at that point. Because you can't be collecting fees after it's over. We want it to be immediate. So that's why we do it. That's enough of that shit. Anything else? No. Let's talk about last week. Did you? Who was a? Damn, there was a close game last week. Who was that? Let me look. Manning face and Wallies. Oh, yeah. Poor Wallies. Two thirteen point eight six to two thirteen point seven two. That's a point one four, isn't it? It ain't good. <laughs> it ain't good <laughs> if you're on the receiving end of that loss. I can assure you of that. No shit. What is that that, that show? That guy does bad beats. You ever watch that? <laughs> in the early mornings, man. Some he does the guy that was bald haired guy in the glasses. What's his name? That show. Bad beats. Boy, yeah, he's. Yeah, he's bald headed guy with glasses, and his logo is just a blank face with like glasses on it. What is it, Russo? I don't know. Yeah, it's early in the morning, probably before you get up, pal, or you're in the south smoke. Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't watch. I don't. I don't watch a lot of ESPN anymore, actually. Oh, since your girl left. I'm, I'm all over. Yeah, <laughs> can't, can't stand to watch it. They they tell her out. Ain't no use. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah, you shut them. FS1's got some good shows, man. To close that out, yeah, I like FS1. To close it out, the closest game in the SFL history, point zero six, other than the tie, we had one tie. Point zero six in 2010, week eight. McKinney 143.94, Pardue 143.88. Point zero six. So anyway, yeah, FS FS one's got some good shit, man. They got a really good one about noon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that, man. Looker, man. That's a looker there. Yeah, I I wish they'd have her get up and do the chalkboard or something every once in a while. No doubt about that. Get up during the weather or something. 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let me go. Let me go over to high fifties. Then I got a question for you. The high fifties so far. Oh man. Let me bring it up. You know where to see that list? I want to look. Oh, you want to talk about your high fifty last? No, time. I ain't got. A, I didn't get a high fifty. Security one. I didn't get I one. I thought you got one last no, week. No, no. Really? So if you go links, league, links, league, links, and then you'll see high 50 winners. Last week, Pardue, a 228.78. Mm. Uh, week three, 231.74 fields. Week two, 244.84 Igama. Week one, a 263.44. That's anomaly if you ever... Zima. So with that said, we had a 228, 231, 244, 263. I'm going to give you the over-under for this week's high 50 at 219. You going to go over or under? Over, over. How much are you going to wager over. on that? $5. $5. You're going over. I'm going to have oh, to go. I'm gonna go under. I, I think I'm gonna say. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I don't think. I don't know if anybody will break 200 this week. Probably eight people will. <laughs> yeah. I'm going under. That's kind of a low. Actually, that's actually too low for an over under. How many times have we had to, under that? Counting all last year and this year. Let me go back and look here. 2017. We had a 186. 206, there's two, 201 is three, there's 207 is four, 184 is five, 194 is six, 218 is seven, seven of the last, 12, 16, seven of the last 16 have been under, uh, they've only been an under, so that's probably going to be should have picked a higher number but i did some stat numbers and it's what i came up with so probably should be 225 or something shouldn't it yeah so 219 i don't know lineups Dude, I'm going to send you a text, Aaron. Man. I want to know why you haven't got this guy on your team. And don't say because you don't. Why ain't you got him on your team? Because I'll tell you that later. But He probably can't make my lineup. Whoever you referred to. Well, he might not. But I'm going to tell you why. He will beat your ass in somebody else's lineup. Maybe not this week. Yeah. For good reason. And I don't share that kind of shit with people unless they're in the other conference and it's early in the year. But there's a guy there. I'm not going to say it because I don't want somebody to be a game changer. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Who was I going to say? Y'all got snow up there. It's about 90 degrees here, dude. No shit. It's snowed here, man. We had snow on the ground. God, man. 
snow on the ground. Humid. 90 degrees. There ain't no fun watching football in 90 degrees. Oh, man. I'm trying to find my. I guess I should have told you to get leave time to look. Find your sleeper of the week on offense. I'm trying Sleep to find mine. Week, huh? I think I picked it last week, didn't I? I nailed it. Did I not nail it last week? I forgot who you said. So yeah, I probably did. You don't even remember who you I picked? Me, I want no difference. Taylor I Gabriel. I told you. I told everybody to play Taylor Gabriel. Put up about 40, hmm. 50. I can't find nobody I like this week, though. Damn. Ridley. Gonna blow it up. Nah, I don't know if you can. We're not count that. Jones. We're not gonna count that because that's not, that's not really going out on a limb too much. I can't find nobody I like, fellas. Mm-hmm. Bam. Yeah, hell. All right, y'all ready to write it down, Bruce? You better pick a different one. I'm yeah, not going to allow you to pick Ridley. You sure you don't want to pick before me? Go ahead. Paul Richardson, Washington Redskins wide receiver. Going to blow it up this week. To me, Paul I would Richardson. say anything over 25 there would be a, a win, or 20 points would be a win, wouldn't it? A correct assumption of 20. If it's 20 or more, I got that shit right. Paul Richardson playing the Saints. I guess Cole he's a friend. Cole, Cole man, huh? <laughs> Did I watch that? Uh, I watched that uh, Dallas All or Nothing. That Cole yeah. Beasley and, and that guy that got traded to the Steelers, that little wide receiver that was from Texas that returns kicks mainly. What's his name? Yeah, Switzer, man. Yeah, yeah, that Switzer and that Beasley are two pip squeaks, man. They look like fucking third graders in that locker room. Switzer's a West Virginia boy, man. Played high school football there. Where'd he go? He went to Texas. Why did you let him get to go to Texas? He went to, um, no, he went to North Carolina, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a run back high school, man. 
Yeah, Paul Richardson's a free agent, fellas. If you need a wide receiver, grab you one right there. He's had a 6, a 10, and an 11. By week last week. He was hurt coming off injury, but he's not listed injured anymore. The Cole man, let's see what he's done this year. Dude, Dallas, all or nothing. The players, and they just sitting there talking. I don't know if it's how they portrayed him, because you know there's a lot of cutting and editing in that shit. Yeah. But all they do, man, for the most part, you can tell all they care about is money, how much they're going to make or who's making money. All they said about talking how much this guy makes when they're watching film and shit. He just, he's making bank, man. <laughs> it's all they care about is making money, man. And that coach, man, I'm telling you, he's such a freaking nerd, man. He tries to be a tough guy and he can't even pull it off. You know, they're all just wanting to belt, bust out laughing at him, man. When he says fuck, it just don't even come out right, man. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking loser, man. How you spell Beasley? Isn't that, the, isn't that the name of uh, Opie Griffin's grandma? That's Aunt B, boy. <laughs> yeah, or that's Aunt Beasley. How do you think they came up with Aunt B? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, Cole Beasley's a Never free researched agent. researched Aunt B. That's what we should start calling Cole Beasley. All right. So there's that. Dude, I like Duke Johnson this week, too, man. I think he's going to take off. But I know he's not a free agent. I don't know if that's the rule on our picks. They got to be free agents? No. Okay. I like Duke Johnson. Maybe on somebody's bench somewhere. Yeah. When's your uncle coming out with a new CD? Oh. About time, ain't it? He just had another song cut up and sent off. Singles, huh? When's he going to release the whole album? Tell him to... Mm -hmm. Cover some David Ball songs. Tell him I request he do some covers. David, some Ball, David Ball. Yeah. Like Thinking Problem or 121284. Yeah. Tell him to cover some David Ball. I'll buy that shit. Let me look at the Nebula Insider real quick. I think we went over what we said. Uh, this is Wally. He did a good job, man. So let's go over it real quick. Then we're done with this show. Wally's 0-4 against Billy Cats 1-3. Wally's has a 1% chance to make the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Billy Cats have a 3%. This is a toss-up game. 51-49 in favor of Wally's. Oops. And the only reason they gave him 51 probably because you got 0-4 and, and you get the odds are you're going to win a game. <laughs> Actually, he's got a pretty good team. He's had a lot of bad luck, man. Bad start and bad luck, but he's going to be a force. Either at the end of the year he can make a run here, start my run, or he's going to be a showdown guy or something. But he's got a decent lineup. Uh, his weekly strengths. And not not dependent on the matchup. This isn't like saying he's got the favorite this over this guy or that. 
and just his strengths for this week. His flex and tight end, Billy Katz quarterback, wide receiver, and a kicker. Orange Crush, one and three, a 9% chance to make the playoffs. RJ, three and one, a 67%. That's pretty high. This is 60-40 in favor of RJ. RJ's only strength this week is running back. Crush is tight end and quarterback, but he's still the underdog. Uh, well, Wally's just picking the Griffins to win, 190, 150. This goes along with what the power ranks say, 60-40. The Rams two and two, fifteen percent. Cav three and one, forty-five percent. Fifty-eight forty-two in favor of Cav, and Wally says Rams. Close game on eighty-one seventy-five. Running back IDP for the Rams. Both like both IDPs. Quarterback IDP, wide receiver for Cav. They like their defenses. Manning face two and two, twenty-four percent chance. Pardue, two and two, twenty-seven percent chance. This is sixty-one thirty-nine in favor of Manning Face. He's got tight end, IDP, kicker, and the flex. Pardue, tight end, and running back. Wally's one eighty-one seventy-seven toss-up. He thinks favor of Manning Face. And the last one, brought to you by KO Knockout Design. Signs are our business. Fields Fanatic, this is an alternate uniform game. Fields Fanatic's wearing all yellow, huh? all gold. Gold brush. Blue trim on your uh, helmet there. Your mask is blue, looks like. You got any other blue just on your side, your shoestrings or what? Mm-mm. Mouthpiece. Oh, mouthpiece blue and face mask. Zima's wearing all white with a black face mask. Other than that, everything's white like Penn State. Three and one field, 74% chance to make the playoffs. Two and two, Zima, 15% chance to make the playoffs. This is 90-10 in favor of fields. Power positions are flex, wide receiver, kicker, and quarterback. Zima is none. Uh, Wally's picks at 205-160. Zima's looking for one more win still to get 100. Fourth guy in the league to make it. You got any comments on this game? No, I ain't commenting on it. All right, so that's the show. Don't get me in trouble. I'm going to stop recording, but I'm not going to hang up. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.